Season 3, Episode 6, Capsule Wardrobe Recap. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. It's finally here. It's time for us to do our recap on capsule wardrobes, a topic that has been way more popular than I initially thought. Yes, agreed. We've been kind of putting off doing the recap because of that. Yes. You know, we usually talk about homemaking issues, topics with cleaning, decorating, cooking, hostessing, stuff like that. And so we kind of started adding fashion in because people who went for one thing, Jackie and I have always been interested in fashion. And I think that we've both had pretty good style for as long as I've known Jackie. And I feel like it's something that I'm intentional about. We added fashion in and we had a lot of readers who were very interested in fashion as well. And that was, we're not readers. We had a lot of <laughs> listeners who seemed to be interested in fashion. So it just kind of naturally started being added in. And also I feel like talking about your personal style, decorating style, fashion just kind of falls into that. I agree. And if you've listened to any of our personal style or or some of our earlier episodes, you notice that a lot of times when we come at topics, I'll come at them from like more the home decor side and Jacqueline comes more the fashion side. And so it's always kind of been intertwined and we've just started to become more intentional about bringing in the fashion. For our capsule wardrobe, which has been our most popular episode downloaded this year. And that was surprising to me. And We haven't really talked about it, so I don't know if that's surprising to you. That was definitely surprising to me, too, because we were expecting our trends episode to be the most popular because that's been the most popular in the past. Yes. So it's a huge change. Yeah. So one thing that also we've kind of been putting off, I guess, posting this episode, Jackie kind of touched on this earlier, is that it's always going to be a work in progress. And so it's never really finished. And both Jackie and I are kind of perfectionists. And so this topic, it'll continue to evolve. And a lot of people seemed really excited about it. So as a perspective of running the challenge, um, we use Facebook event within the Facebook group. And I don't think we'll do that again for anything because it was really hard for people to see when we were posting updates and to see when other people had posted things. I wasn't getting alerted like I do in the regular group. And we just kind of wanted to subdivide all the conversation into the event because we didn't want to spam the rest of the group who was only interested in recipes and decorating. So we don't know how we're going to do things like this in the future. We know, like Jacqueline said, we will not be doing events anymore, especially because Facebook doesn't really like you to have events that last longer than two weeks. So it's really annoying for that too. Is Um, it like would expire the event, like the event would expire and then we'd lose the conversation that had happened. Because it wouldn't let me like update the date. Facebook was weird. They need to get their act together. But we're trying to figure out what we're doing because we are very serious about starting the book club and we're hoping to get that soon. And we want to figure out the best way to do it so we're not spamming anyone that's not involved or maybe wants to avoid any potential spoilers. Right, exactly. So we're just trying to figure kind of like the sub working of our Facebook group. Um, It's called the Millennial Homework Homemakers, the Millennial (laughs) Homemakers on Facebook. And it's a nice little community of like just shy of 100 people, but it's pretty Mm -hmm. active group. And we've gotten some great feedback on the capsule wardrobe challenge. And I will say that I know that there's like 
four to 800 of you that download all of our episodes. So that's only like a fourth or an eighth, depending on the episode of y'all who are not, who are only in the group. So the rest of you need to join. Absolutely. Because we <laughs> would love to meet all of you. I mean, obviously not in person because it's a Facebook group, but we'd Virtually. like to meet and interact. Yeah, virtually. Yeah, and join in the conversation. We always have great uh, conversation and additions to every episode from Mm -hmm. uh, different perspectives besides just ours. Okay, so let's get started with some feedback from our community members. One thing that surprised me the most about the feedback from our Facebook group was that a lot of people had never heard of a capsule wardrobe before. And I think I just took that for granted because I've worked in the fashion industry. I'm an avid magazine and blog and all those things, reader. So I just knew what it was and I thought everyone else did. I always assumed other people did too. So that also surprised me. I just thought that we were going to come at that topic from a different perspective and a less legalistic perspective and not necessarily introducing the whole concept to people, period. Which I mean, we did include in our episode, which if you have not listened to it, I would pause this episode and go. It was the second episode in the season. So season three, episode two, our introduction to capsule wardrobes, if you're interested in hearing more about that. And I would probably recommend listening to that before you listen to this on the other side. Especially if you don't know what capsule wardrobes are, because then you might be like, what are these girls talking about? This makes no sense. So yeah, (laughs) people are probably like six minutes into this, like what is capsule wardrobe? (laughs) And she's not saying. So go and listen to that. We get the definition and we just kind of did a whole introduction of our version, other people's versions for people who hadn't heard of it, but I was surprised how many that was. Okay. So some other feedback from the group. Jackie, Um, do you have any... So one thing Dakota in our group thought of, which I thought was a really great idea, she wasn't quite ready to get rid of clothes yet because she wanted to see what she was actually using, but Mm -hmm. she wanted to purge her closet a little bit. So she was limiting herself to a certain number of skirts, dresses, and shirts for work, and then just hiding everything else. And then to kind of see what she actually needed and what she could get rid of. That way she didn't have any regrets for getting rid of something. Yeah, that was a good idea. I was encouraged to hear how many people had donated stuff based (laughs) on our podcast. It's a pretty cool feeling that you say something and then people actually act on it. So that was really neat. From Quincy, she said that she realized how many midi skirts and dresses that she loved and that looked good on her. And that was something that she never really thought about before. That was neat to see that people were defining their personal style through purging their wardrobe. And I thought that was really cool because if you guys remember, one of my goals for the capsule wardrobe was to help me better define my personal style. So it's really cool to see that you guys were doing that in the process. Even if it wasn't your main goal, um, it kind of came out of it. Um, Also, Katie who was attended our like event, our challenge, whatever, and is in our group. Katie said that that doing the challenge kind of helped her determine some holes in her wardrobe of where she needed some fill-ins of things that she really needed to buy. It's not just about donating things and purging, but it's also about shopping. 
and kind of defining like those pieces, like not like I need a new blouse to wear to dinner tomorrow. It's I need a navy blazer because that's missing in my professional closet. And if I want to give off this personal style, then I need to have a navy blazer, if that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. And we'll talk about that more too, about where to go at the end of this, near the end of this episode, talk about what to do after the capsule wardrobe. Yes. Yes. We won't leave you hanging. No. And one last, um, for me at least, one more last feedback that we got is Lena did the capsule wardrobe and it inspired her so much that she ended up like starting to purge her entire house. So it gets you on this kick. Yeah. Well, hey, it's a good start for spring cleaning. and And purge. Yeah. Good start for spring cleaning. And just because we're not doing the challenge anymore, I feel like the challenge should kind of last for the whole year and just forever. <laughs> like I said, it's it was hard putting a time limit on things because we're constantly evolving. New trends are happening. We're mm-hmm. changing our style. It never really ends. So don't feel like that you missed anything by not participating in the challenge because you can still do it. You can still post closet pics before and after. Some were scary. I don't even think I posted my my real before no no I just posted a pretty picture of when my closet was actually clean (laughs) yeah let's go into the actual challenge itself and talking about how it went for us and maybe some feedback from other people with the purging process I will put a disclaimer of this that I still have a lot to do have a lot of purging I more kind of did what you said that Dakota did but I didn't like hide my clothes I just have them in a corner or all over the floor kind of back half of my closet <laughs> of some where stuff you don't and, go and you don't have to think well, about them so I tried a bunch of stuff on and I started hanging up on one side of my closet the stuff that I wanted to keep and then I started running out of hangers and it just was an issue so I'm still purging I have a lot to do I had a kind of busy month unexpectedly so I didn't do as much as I had hoped <laughs> and I ended up I was the opposite I ended up doing a lot more than I thought I would just to give you guys a little where I ended up before we started the capsule wardrobe I had absolutely no available hangers if I bought another piece of clothes clothing, I would have to go buy hangers by the time I finished I had over a hundred empty hangers, which told me I had a huge shopping problem, which I already knew. (laughs) I already definitely knew that. I go to the loft and J. Crew Factory way too much, but seeing it in person really put things in perspective and was a huge wake-up call to me. And you donated. Did you get this? You sold some stuff, right? I, I am actually still in the process of selling. I sell through a company called Thread Up, and I will post a link in our show notes to that where you can get a, I think, a $10 off your first purchase. And then when you, I think I'll get $10, I don't know, I'll post a referral link. And you just, you order a bag, you fill the bag up, you bring it to your local post office, and then they go through it and give you money that you can either use Thread or Thread Up goes to- through it, not the post office. Yes. Yeah. The post office just gets the bag. <laughs> Thread Up goes through it and then they give you money. Some of it they give you up front and um, some of it they do more of a consignment thing. So you'll get it when your piece sells. And then you can use it in thread up to buy more clothing or you can put it into paypal which is what i'm doing i'm taking the money that i'm making putting it in paypal that's going into my organization fund so i can buy more organizational tools to kind of get my house on track that's a great idea and i've also heard a lot of people have had a good experience with selling on poshmark 
as well. Absolutely. No matter how you sell your clothes, I'm a huge fan of making your closet work for you Yeah. in every sense. And that means you've, you spent money to get these items, so you might as well get a little something back if you can or donate them. I, of course, am also a huge fan of donating. And that's why I like ThreadUp because anything they don't buy, they do donate. And I like the fact that you're putting it towards organizational items to make your closet look better. And then also you could put it towards some things like the holes that you identified it in your wardrobe mm-hmm. as well. So I really like that suggestion. Um, something that I've been doing a lot, which I still have been shopping through this, and this is, has to do with purging. We'll talk about shopping in a minute. But is that through my shopping, I've been very, very conscious about what I've been buying. I've had that mindset and I have been trying things on and I've started kind of editing my closet to get the pieces that I really like. I haven't really donated. So like mentally, I feel like I'm almost there, but I haven't done the take this stuff out. I've just been moving it around in the closet. Which Um, whatever works for you, you guys, like we said, this is your capsule wardrobe. So you don't have to purge the first day. I've been very conscious about buying. And then also if I buy something before I would want to wear it that day or the next day and I take the tags off immediately. So I've also been a lot better about returning items too. Like I have something that I just bought from J. Crew that I really liked and I ended up buying and then I got it home and I was like, okay, I don't, I put on an outfit that I'd wear with it and I like didn't want to wear it right then. And I was like, I don't think I'm actually going to wear this top. And it was expensive because it was from actual J. Crew and not factory. So not that factory is not expensive, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's a lot cheaper still. And yeah. I think we were talking about this earlier before we started recording is a lot of times before this, I never returned things because it was just easier to hold on to. And there's the, well, I liked it in the store. Maybe I'll wear it eventually. And then you never, ever do. And And there's, it's a top that the fit or the, okay, the pattern is so cute. Mm -hmm. It is so me 100%. I like bought it. I was sure about it, but the fit just isn't quite right. And I know I'm not going to wear it because I'm going to feel self-conscious. And I feel like that if the fit's right and the pattern's not, I might be more tempted to wear it once. <laughs> but yeah. and I, this is so bad. I have such a shopping problem. I can't believe it. I'm sure people are listening, like, just can't believe that, they would, <laughs> that I would buy something that I would never, ever wear. But it happens. And I'm so bad about it. I do that a lot when I see a pattern that I love and I can't find any other style in that pattern. And I'm like, I want this pattern in my closet and then I don't like the style. And then it, or, and then it doesn't go with it. So yeah, so this pattern is so cute. It was the silk top and I tried on a bunch of different sizes and I, and it was like, something was kind of wrong. Like I was in between two sizes. One was too big, one was too small. And it was like, something was just kind of wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And I ended up buying the larger size, but now I feel like I look like butchy because <laughs> it's oh, like a like collared shirt. Shrunken. Yeah, it's just not fitted enough. And then where it is fitted, it's, and then it was too fitted with the other side. So I, it was a beautiful shirt. It has uh, actual lions on it and it was silk and it had oh, a collar. Cute. So it was like, very classic, but the fit just isn't right. I got to return it. So I still have it. I have the, they emailed me the receipt and I didn't take the tags off. So I need to return it. And there's nothing wrong with bringing things home and then deciding to mm-hmm. return it because sometimes you don't know if it's going to fit in your wardrobe until you're home and you see it with your other clothes. And before, I would have taken all the tags off as soon as I got home. 
So, and I was yeah. like, no, I'm iffy about this and I'm not going to wear it today. So, and I haven't worn it. So, okay. So do we want to start talking about, that's my, that's all I've done for purging. I did hear a ton of people donated clothing. So mm-hmm. props to y'all. Some people sold clothing and they're repurposing it like Jackie. And I have some stuff that I can sell, but I have a ton of stuff that just needs donating. <laughs> Yeah. And just any way you want to get rid of it, if it go, you're repurposing it, it's good for the environment because it's not just going in the trash. Right. Someone can use that somewhere, whether you donate it or someone ends up buying it from you. For my purging, um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else. For me, it was eye-opening to find out what I wore the most of. Um, mm-hmm. There's some things I completely forgot I had. Like I had so many dresses that I didn't know I had some of those dresses, if that makes sense. But I realized in it, I like like Oxfords and button downs, which I never realized, but they're so great for work because they're easy and they're comfortable, but they still look professional. So I've been making an effort when I'm shopping. If there's a pattern I like and it's in an Oxford, been going for that. I've gotten some dresses that are kind of that same look as an Oxford. And I've just, you know, been really trying to, like you, been more conscious about when I'm shopping. I've had some things sitting in my loft cart that I need to just take out of the cart and not even think about because I know I'm never going to wear them. So I'm not even going to try. Yeah. And I, that's awesome. I love Oxfords. I think it's kind of an easy way to look professional. So, um, and you can find, once you find ones that fit you right and you You know, like like every color and style. So our next topic is the other part, which is shopping. So once you've purged, kind of figuring out, okay, what, what do I do when I have identified all these areas that my wardrobe's lacking, or I just want to buy new clothes for the season, or I want to buy better quality clothes because I'm going to have less of it. With shopping, something that I, and I love digging and I love the hunt of buying stuff. And I know that some people aren't like that. My sister's not like that. She doesn't have time to be like that. She's a surgeon. So mm-hmm. what she does is she'll just buy all the things that J. Crew and Banana Republic put out. And <laughs> I can't do that. So and I don't really like doing that. I like kind of editing things and finding what I really like out of those uh, collections. Something that... I kind of think that is important with defining your style is finding those few stores that really get you and Mm -hmm. you know it's quality, you know what size you wear and kind of sticking to those places to buy stuff. I agree because those usually stores, you know, except for like Target because I have so many different lines, but Loft, J. Crew, Banana Republic, they have all of their like signature styles. And so they might have some things that maybe are a little off course, but for the most part, they have their own styles. And so if you find those stores that you like, you probably like them because they fit in your style. Right. And they'll have it season after season too. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing that I always say, if you like it, buy it. If you love it, buy it in every color is that you know the next season or for spring, you bought this one dress and it was great. And then next spring, you want the same silhouette. It's just a different pattern to add to it. can just, you know, automatically, oh yes, they have that dress again. So I love styles that keep coming up and they come up for a reason. It's because it was designed really well. So if you're spending a little bit more money, I'm not saying that you can't even put these things into practice at TJ Maxx. I love TJ Maxx. You can find some great stuff, but kind of start looking at the brands that you're buying from TJ Maxx, one brand that I used to buy when I was a buyer for a boutique for our boutique was Velvet Heart. 
Mm-hmm. And they have really nice quality fabrics, really nice quality cuts. And it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Maybe it's like a $30 shirt instead of a $15 shirt um, from TJ Maxx. But their materials are great and the fit is good. So kind of pay attention to the brands that you're buying at those kind of stores. Or if you thrift shop, then you know try to find certain vintage brands that you know work well or what have you. Or... If you thrift shop and you thrift shop on sites like ThreadUp, a lot of times you can mm-hmm. filter by brands. So if you notice that most of your closet is J. Crew, go to ThreadUp and just search for J. Crew in your size, and you're not even going to see anything else. Same thing goes for Nordstrom. I mean, any mm-hmm. of these places, like just kind of pay attention to the brands that you're buying and not just go by what it looks like. Right. And I mean, even, I mean, I'm a huge Target fan. I have some Target pieces in my closet. So you don't even have to go to the expensive places. Mm -hmm. Target has some really great brands, especially brands, they're newer brands. Um, One of them is Universal Thread. If you've ever wanted to maybe shop Madewell, but you didn't want, couldn't afford Madewell, a lot of Universal Threads has very similar cuts. The fabric's not the same high quality, but it's still very high quality and so far is holding up. I'll let you guys know. I like their cardigans. Target has really good cardigans. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out like which kit fit and cut works for you. Right. Um, something that I've discovered recently is that Old Navy has really nice workout clothes. Yes. And yes. to me, I don't know. I haven't spent an arm and a leg on like Lululemon. And I guess that's not an arm and a leg. But, you know, I haven't spent I like a lot is. of money on workout clothes because I'm just not someone who like goes to like bar class or um, yoga regularly as much as I would like to be that (laughs) shout out to our listener Lindsay who just did what like a hundred classes at her yes I don't think I've ever gone to a hundred classes of of anything anything besides like school yeah I guess you have (laughs) like yeah like sixth grade math when I had to be there every day Yeah. So that was amazing. So props if you are that kind of a person, but I'm just not. So that's why I haven't really invested in workout pieces. Mm -hmm. But I know that Gap and Banana Republic, that their their workout brand is Athleta. And Mm -hmm. so I really think that Old Navy now, it's like the kind of things that they decide not to put in Athleta. (laughs) Which I'm okay with because most of my workout like yoga pants now are Old Navy. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple of them for like two years and have actually worked out on them. I don't work out very often, but I have worked out in these and they still look brand new. They're in just absolutely great shape. I haven't tried their leggings on because I just saw those today actually, but I have bought several of their workout tops. Mm -hmm. I've been very impressed and I'm wearing one right now. So yeah, I even Um, like their socks. I know that's yeah, like not, no. their socks are so comfortable. They have the best footy socks and the cutest patterns. I bought some with strawberries on today. Of course, I had to get strawberries oh. a la Fraser Lynn. So, <laughs> and then also for shoes, I like J. Crew Factory mm-hmm. and just regular J. Crew. For pants, I pretty much only buy the actual J. Crew, not J. Crew Factory. Something about the factory pants, they're too short on me. I have long legs. So well, they a like, lot of their skirts are too short too. So I wonder yeah. if their factory is just runs shorter. Yeah, I don't know, but definitely they're I usually wear their skirts with leggings. So that's or I right. mean tights. So that's probably why I don't notice that one as much. But 
J Crew, actual J Crew pants are awesome. You can find them 30% off pretty mm-hmm. often. So, and then of course, all my costume jewelry is from my jewelry brand, Fraser Lynn, and Jackie is slowly converted, totally converted now. And all her jewelry is from Fraser Lynn like, as well. So. I wear more jewelry now because. I've never been a huge, huge jewelry person. So I have like statement necklaces and bracelets, Mm -hmm. but now I actually wear it because I like the Fraser Lynn silhouettes. And when I visited Jacqueline a couple weeks ago, I came home with three pairs of earrings (laughs) and I have worn one of those three pairs of earrings every day since then. That's awesome. I'm glad that you like it. So, you know, and that's just like same kind of a thing, like finding the brands that work Mm -hmm. for you and that you can like count on to bring back silhouettes that you love and that you know are a little bit higher quality. Right. Like for me, um, most of my shirts and jeans come from the loft because I love their cuts, their jeans usually fit the same every time they came out with a one dream this year I did not like and I should have returned but my dresses are usually J Crew Factory or Gap and then my pants are either Ann Taylor or Banana Republic just because I like the way they fit I know how they fit me and I know they're gonna last so something that I added in during this month time period almost immediately after we announced the capsule wardrobe and made the group is I shared a link um, I got all these advertisements for rent the runways unlimited service mm-hmm. and so they were offering a $99 for the first month so I did that And I did it because I knew I was going to market. And usually when you're exhibiting for fashion, you want to look pretty fashionable. So I wanted to wear expensive clothing, but I kind of needed to look a little bit louder than usual and Mm -hmm. wear things that, sure, it represented my style, my brand, but like stuff that I wouldn't necessarily wear again. So I got stuff from Trina Turk and Draper James and some really nice pieces that I didn't have to shell out the big bucks for. I knew I'd be photographed there. So... Anyway, it worked really well for that event. Now that it's 160 a month, I did pay for it this month because I kind of wanted to try it normally. I don't think that I'm going to keep doing it because I don't have, I don't know, if it was 100, I feel like I could justify it just because of my business and stuff like that. If I got like a nice dress to wear, I, I don't know. I don't think that 160 is worth it for me. I've seen other services like Ann Taylor. Yeah, just that one really surprised me. Yeah, they just added, it was 100, I think, a month. I think it was about 100. I have not yeah. actually, I got an ad for it on Facebook and I I sent it to Jacqueline and I don't think I've actually found it since. Like, I don't know. Oh, if I've, I'm no, st- I, oh I've gotten yeah. ads. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. gotten ads for it. And so, and you can, you have to Google it though. You have to like look up like. Right. Like Ann it's Taylor. not just on the Ann Taylor website. Yeah. So, and that's, I don't know if it's past styles. I'm not really sure what the deal with that is. I don't know if it's current things, but same type of a deal. You have a, you're allowed a certain number um, at a time at home. I think it was they pay, three. Yeah, they pay for the shipping. Rent the Runway was four items. So Ann Taylor's three. And then also I've seen Le Tote, which that's been around through like, I think more of a like uh, Stitch Fix type subscription service. But now they're doing a similar thing. And it's not as high end brands as Rent the Runway. It's more like boutique brands so not like they're just like yeah yeah but yeah so like boutique brands and i don't know how many is in that maybe three i like like the idea of these subscription boxes because i like the idea of stitch fix where i don't have to do the shopping 
Although I think with this one, you pick out the clothes, so it's not really a surprise, right? With La Tote, it picks it out for you, and then you okay. can change it. Okay. Like, like, you see it before it sends. Because I like the idea, because for you, when you need you know, a fancy dress that you're not going right. to ever wear again, you're not committing to it, it's not taking up space in your closet, but you can still have something new and exciting to wear. Right. So, I'm just waiting to, for things to come down in price. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe kind of do like an unofficial Rent the Runway Unlimited where I like give myself a certain amount. I don't mm-hmm. like that it doesn't send you more than one stop or one, more than one uh, size. Yeah. So, because I think I could have been a better fit in one dress if I would have known that it was really baggy. Um, mm-hmm. Also, they didn't send high for it because the person before me kept it, Ooh. which I think maybe that would have fit better. Change I don't know. Yeah. I didn't have one that like was the right width. Anyway, so that's my experience. Something I added in, something that you could think about adding in if it makes sense for your budget. I also liked that when they first sent me my first shipment, they included a bag where it had free shipping and I could put clothes to donate because oh, that's again, awesome. right. They were kind of about the mindset of purging and mm-hmm. using, you know, buying less, but wearing more. I really like that. That's really cool. And let's kind of start talking about, okay, so you did the challenge or you're doing the challenge. Where do you go from here? So one thing that we've mentioned several times already in this episode is This is not an end-all, be-all. This is an ongoing process. Your closet doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And so the capsule wardrobe is just to, for us, is to make us be more conscious about what we're buying so that we're only buying pieces that we know we're going to wear again and again and again. And that means we're not going to stop shopping because we're shopaholics. That's unrealistic. <laughs> We're just going to be uh, make better choices when we are out shopping. One thing that I really want people to take away is don't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you didn't do it or you didn't do it the way that you expected that you would do it. Or if you still have tons of clothes on the floor of your closet like me. Don't be discouraged. Just kind of take away what you can and it's baby steps. And even just thinking about it, even just listening to these episodes is a step in the right direction of one, having less possessions, which is so freeing. And two, making sure that what you do have really, really, really represents who you want to be and who you want to portray yourself as. Absolutely. And going with the baby steps, You don't have to purge your closet in one weekend because it can be exhausting trying on all of your clothes and then having to hang everything back up. But the next time you put something on and you look in the mirror and you said, this doesn't feel like me, this doesn't fit me right, just go ahead and get rid of it then. That way you just are purging as you go. And I was talking to someone about like what my advice was talking about this episode and this whole concept of capsule wardrobes. And they said, okay, well, what's like the advice that you would give someone interested, like the first thing you would tell them interested in starting. And to me, that's start making a list of what you want in your closet Mm -hmm. before you even look in your closet. What are some items or outfits that would really make you you? So you can start with Pinterest, stuff like that. So that would be like main takeaway is just start thinking and start making a list. It doesn't even have, you don't even have to be in your closet to start thinking about like who you want to be, because to me, that's so important. I absolutely agree. I think that's a great piece of advice. And for me, I think after you've started to purge and you realize where those holes are, 
make another list of, or compare it to the first list you made and say, what am I still missing? Because you might find out when you're approaching your closet that you actually have some of the pieces that you didn't think you had and you, they were just got buried. So you can figure out what you actually need to get and what you already have so that you can use those things. An episode that I think that everybody should listen to is season two of our podcast, episode six, and that is defining your personal style with both fashion and interior decorating. Mm -hmm. And that is just such an important episode. So I would say that should be your first step is listen to that and then start making your list. We kind of came up with words where you have three, I think, words that really define your style. So keeping those adjectives or words just close to your heart, whether it's in an iPhone note or written somewhere in your closet is a great reminder for making your purchasing decisions. So I would say keep those words at the front of mind when you start thinking about your capsule wardrobe. Which reminds me, I actually need to listen to that episode again and write down my words because I know the ideas behind my words, but I can't remember my actual words. Oh, naughty. I know. I know one of them is simple. And one of them, I went not with classic. Or com- com- comfortable, yeah. simple. And then not classic, but I can't remember what I went with instead of classic. Timeless? Maybe, yes, timeless. See, you know my words better than me. I that's think an that's issue. That. We'll have to go back. Mine was yeah. like feminine. I think you went with classic. Classic and something else. I don't know. I don't so, know. We oh, clearly need to. Yes. Yeah, so we also clearly need to write down ours just so we can remember <laughs> them. But I need to write it down and then put do, it, I think, where I shop most, which is on my computer. Do what we say, not as we do. <laughs> um, that's what my mom used to tell me. <laughs> my last takeaway is that to remember that this whole challenge, and this whole process is to relieve stress and not add stress. Right. So that's one reason why I didn't really do as good of a job as purging and donating quite yet is because that would have added a lot of stress to my month when it was already a very hectic month. So if you can't do certain things, just don't do them right now. Wait until you have a good time to do it. And Mm -hmm. kind of this is supposed to be help you make your decision simpler, help you spend less money and help you portray yourself in the best possible way with the clothing that you have in your closet. And so that way you walk into your closet, you know exactly what you could wear to that certain event and not have a closet full of clothes with nothing to wear. Absolutely. I agree. If you haven't joined our Facebook group already, then Mm -hmm. I would strongly encourage you to join it because join in our conversation. And if you did this challenge, then I really want to hear from you. Absolutely. We want to know what's working for you. You guys might have learned something completely different than we did, and we want to know it. Yeah, and we really want to do things like this in the future. It's going to be an ongoing process. Maybe we'll, we really want to do more worksheets and stuff like that for this topic. Do you want to announce our website? Yeah, we have some really <laughs> exciting news, guys. And that's, we have a brand new website. It's still a work in progress. But we hope to be able this to put resources. This is official announcement, but hey, if you made it all the way to the end of the episode, then that's right. a little fun to get for you. Exactly. We'll probably do like an official announcement about it, but yeah. 
You can just go to the millennialhomemakers.com. We make it easy. And we want to put resources out there for you guys so that it's all in one spot for you. Right. So I really, so not just the show notes, but I really want to put a complete thing of how Mm -hmm. to get started with a capsule wardrobe, ongoing updates. And this isn't our last episode about capsule wardrobes. Don't think that, but that was kind of the wrap up of our challenge. And it is ongoing. And I hope that's what you take away the most. Um, Join our Facebook community. You can find us on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers or us individually on Instagram. Jackie is at JVAlexander16 on Instagram. And I am at Jacqueline Humble. And we will be back with you guys next week talking about functional decor, I think. Yes, functional decor. We will talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.